Welcome to the Gone Grow Show with Bree and C, a podcast created to help you unplug from pop culture and into Christ. Welcome to the Gone Grow Show with Bree and C. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. I'm excited. How are you doing, C? I'm doing great, Bree. How about yourself? I am doing really good. I'm excited because we have a ticket to the online singles conference to give away. Yay! Yes, the online singles conference is obviously a conference for singles that's online. Um, It's hosted by uh, Jamal and Natasha Miller, the founders of Married and Young. It's a ministry for singles, um, married people, dating, courting, all of that. Just everyone who's desiring to honor God with their relationships. So I'm looking forward to um, being able to share that ticket with someone. They haven't announced the speakers yet, but you can look at the lineup from last year. It includes um, lots of um, well-known ministers and and preachers from around the country. So I'm sure um, this this year will be a treat as well. We haven't decided for sure how we're going to give out the ticket yet, but follow us on um, social media, Instagram, Twitter, at Go and Grow Show. And um, we'll give out the details as we get closer to the conference. It's actually April, April 6th and 7th. But I'm, I'm excited to share that with someone. So I'm excited that we are going to share that. And a good way to start off, even though we haven't fully decided how we're going to give a listener this ticket, go on one of our Instagram, iTunes, give us a review. Let us know what episodes have really been a blessing to you. Tell us, why do you listen to the Go and Grow show? How have we been an inspiration? So that would be a good way of getting our minds spinning on how to give and bless one of our listeners. So go and grow and hopefully be blessed at this conference. Yeah, just let us know how you're doing. Tell us how the show Mm -hmm. has um, impacted you. Or if you just want to say hi, Um, C and I are always... um, excited to hear from from listeners and see what you, what your thoughts are on the show if you even want to give us a potential show topics or yes if, yes or if you might be an artist uh and you want to share your music your poetry with us you might want it featured on the show um definitely send us a link uh we'll check it out so you never know you might end up being on the go and grow show yourself <laughs> that's right you might end up being on the go and grow show yourself love it love it so what's going on for this episode today, Bree? So for this episode, we're talking about, I guess, a little more more serious issue. Yes. Um, we're talking about chronic pain. And whether you are someone you know um, deals with chronic pain, we're sure you'll be able to get something from this episode. Um, chronic pain is something that does impact, I think, about 100 million Americans in this country. And I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to hearing our guest words, um, Sylvia Renau, she shared with us her, her journey as someone going through chronic pain and how um, Christ has influenced her to have hope and, and faith in her, just in her life. Well, I hope all the listeners will be blessed by this interview. Take care. God bless you. Yes, God bless you. Welcome to the Gone Girl Show with Bree And C. We're so grateful for you tuning into this interview. We will be discussing chronic pain. About 47% of people in a survey done by Gallup um, reported that they had at least one kind of chronic pain, um, meaning they had either neck or back pain or leg or knee pain. 
and we'll be discussing that with our very special guest. She's a wife, mother to a preppy five-year-old girl, appellate attorney, and writer. She also suffers from chronic pain and felt God calling her to write about his grace in our everyday lives, even when we go through hardships. She also has a JD from Santa Clara University and has practiced law for 11 years. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing good. You're doing great. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. We're both so excited to have you on the show. Yes. Thank you. I'm really, I just feel so blessed. You can find Sylvia on Twitter with 13.7 thousand followers, which I found to be so amazing. So I, we're going to ask a couple of questions to get to know our guests a little bit more. Sylvia, I wanted to ask you, what exactly was your diagnosis and how were you able to take that pain that you were going through and bring it into inspiration? Well, so I have um, TMJ, which is, if I'm going to say it correctly, it's temporomalandibular joint dysfunction. It's hard to say. Um, fibromyalgia, migraines, sleep apnea. Um, I didn't know the Lord at the time, actually, when I started, um, when this happened. Um, I was really fearful because um, I woke up one morning with a really horrific migraine. At least that's what I thought at the time. And and it was hard. I had a hard time walking. Um, I took off work that day. And I remember it was in 2008. Um, I think it was March 2008. It, I mean, this day really drove to me to my knees. Um, I will say, like, I was asking for help and I didn't know where to go. I actually ended up ironically going online and finding John Piper and finding all his free stuff and reading about Christ. And I was just like, I just thought that drove me to my knees. Um, and I initially, honestly, I was really whiny. I can be whiny still, but I get, you know, I, <laughs> I was whiny about my pain. Um, but the Lord has really used it for my good. Honestly, I feel like prior to that, I really didn't feel that like peace in my heart. I was always, you know, you know, trying to follow after the next good thing or great thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was just that you know, that pain that really taught me, you know, to, you know, find the Lord, uh, first of all, and I've been able to minister to so many folks with pain, you know, as a result, I mean, God's brought people all over, you know, whether it's through the Twitter, you know, through Twitter or through my blog or through just, you know, circumstances, you know, to just encourage them. And my, my goal in life is to help people to use their pain for God's glory, you know, for the kingdom. Um, Man. so yeah, that's, that's kind of how it all started. It really wasn't like I was a believer first. No. And it was really an interesting situation because I was a believer first before my husband. And I, you know, you always think, okay, you hope, right. That you both become believers and we, we both did, which is fantastic. I mean, that's praise God, but yeah, but I mean, it was a situation that, um, he was in business school and we were in Philadelphia and I, I'm a California girl. So it was a hard adjustment, um, so I think I just, the stress and everything, I fell apart. But obviously the Lord had a plan in all of it, so. Yes, absolutely. And your blog, which I've got an opportunity to look through, Struggling in the Trenches, Seeing God's Beauty in a Broken World, is so transparent. And you're so open about your various pain and struggles and how you've overcome. It's so heartfelt. Um, I know you also have the Chronic Pain Marriage Ministries. And I believe you're working on your latest book. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Okay. Yeah. So the blog, you know, yeah, like you were saying, really focuses on, um, 
magnifying God, the God we serve and focusing on his beauty and really focusing on his beauty as we struggle in our, in our suffering, in our trials. Um, and you know, there's various types of pain, you know, there's physical pain, there's emotional pain, mental pain, marital pain. You know I mean? I, I mean, we can go across the board. I mean, obviously chronic pain is where the lens that I write from, but I feel like I, I'm trying to connect to others right through it. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm finishing a book on, uh, well, as any book, um, on deepening your faith with God as you go through trials, um, and how it'll help others, um, have a deeper relationship with the, you know, Lord as they go through hardships. And it's an ebook that'll be for free and it's going to be coming out shortly. I'm working on it, but you know, it's next, I'm hoping the next couple of weeks that'll be coming out I'm rolling it out. Um, and people can subscribe to my blog and, you know, get on there and, um, yeah, and they can, um, my blog is actually www.sylviaronow.net. Um, and so, um, you can go there, but yeah. And it, and I, I was basically gonna, you know, include blogs that will enhance that book and then, um, potentially have like a small Bible study alongside of it. So that's kind of that. And then the other book, you know, like I, I definitely have like a heart for marriage because, you know, um, I've had some struggles. We've, my husband has gone through so much because of my, my pain. I mean, and I can go through that later, but, um, but you know, the next book that I'm writing is not on marriage. It's, 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 I had, I really was praying a lot about it and I do think the marriage book is going to be something later, but this is the, the thing that I felt like God was really laying on my heart is, you know, um, passing on the love movement, creating radical, authentic church communities one at a time. So I've had a lot of church hurt with my chronic pain. And I, I know so many people who have had, who've experienced spiritual abuse and church hurt and the wounded really do wound others. And it's just a cycle, you know, and I mean, I can be that way. And, and we all, we're all sinners. And, you know, and I really want to encourage people through Romans 12. Obviously, I feel like that's where um, God brought me, you know, with loving your brother, showing love to your brother, regardless how they treat you, because that's going to break that cycle. Um, and, you know, allowing the spirit to work in you to pass the love on in your local church. And I really believe this will have a ripple effect. I hope, you know, that's what I'm praying for. And I really talking, I really talk about tearing off our masks and bring being real in our fellowship. It's really easy when people are struggling to hide. I never, I, you know, it's, it's funny. I'm always the one when I go in a, in a, in a, you know, a, you know, fellowship group and I'm honest, I'm upfront. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. I need prayer with this, but there's a lot of people that hide. They don't want to talk about what they're going through. And I just wish it was more transparent. I really do. And that's kind of what the book's going to focus on. Awesome. We look forward to seeing that. I know God is going to use you mightily. And some of our listeners may have not yet gone to your blog yet, but I'm hoping that they will as a result of this interview. And I wanted to share an excerpt of one of your blogs, just a little bit. Would it be okay if I go ahead and do that? For sure. Yeah. Okay. It was posted on your November 25th, 2016, and it was how to worship God in the storm, praising God in the purpose of my pain. And you wrote, the Lord strengthened my bleeding, broken heart, body and soul. The shattered pieces of me delved 
deep into a beautiful knowing of the Lord. He slung my body over his shoulders as I limped, fell, collapsed on my bed. He blessed me with strength when I doubted my functionless body. Better yet, the knowing, deep knowing of him as a friend, my holy father, I would never trade even with the fire pulverizing pain. And after going through all that, Celia, you also wrote, which was so beautiful, allow God to love you deeply in your pain and do not push away the one who wants to know you with an explosive, ravishing relationship. As he showers you with gorgeous golden grace, live in his word, live in praying, and be still before him, for he is God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Oh, you're Just so sweet. So amazing. I mean, I, so heartfelt and tender and how open you are with what you went through. Gosh, has writing the blogs been therapeutic for you? Yeah, um, it's it's honestly, I would I would really say that my blog is an online journal. Um, you know, I, I, I it, you know, it's funny because it really came into fruition because I, you know, it was part of a um, a group of women who, you know, online, we had like an online group and I kind of started writing for them and then it just kind of became bigger. And then as you see, yeah, my writing is very raw. Um, I'm really honest. Um, I let the spirit flow through me and then I just really want to be truly authentic. Um, and I think a lot of it is a, because it is a journal, it's become an online journal for me. And I'm, I'm actually walking through, you know, what you see is what, what you get and what I'm going through. Um, and so I just shared it because I feel like, like you said, like I said, you know, I feel like people need to be authentic. And so I wanted people to see, this is me, this is who I am. This is what I'm going through. And, um, there's a lot of stuff there that, you know, a lot of people would want to hide. And I just, you know, I, I'm, I, 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 you know, that's there, that's where it is. It's yeah, it's been therapeutic. It's, it's, it's allowed me to put my pain onto the page. And just let God use that. Yes. And as you mentioned before, you're married and both Bree and I are yet to be married. But what advice would you give to someone who is uh, married or has friends or family that are um, diagnosed with chronic uh, pain or chronic condition? Yeah. Wow. That's, you know, that's, it's been, it's been a road. I will have to say with my husband. Um, and you know, this, the stats are high for divorce. I don't know if you know, for some, one spouse, when one spouse has chronic pain, the divorce rate is 80%. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a, it's a tremendous statistic. Um, that's why I will write a marriage book one day. Um, really honestly, when you have chronic pain, you already feel really lonely. I mean, even if you have people around you, you feel lonely. But what I would recommend is really to walk with that person, you know, talk to them. Don't ignore your spouse and live in your own world. It is so easy when someone's suffering because you can be irritable. There's there's anger there. And then it kind of puts a divide between the spouses. And you just – you. You have to you have to break through that because part of that's the enemy, you know. Obviously, the enemy, Satan, is is alive and well in this world, and he will want to dissolve your marriage, and even even in the hardest circumstances. And you know, like I said, I I I you know, 
we're to love one another. And and looking at it, my circumstances, for example, you know, my husband's supposed to love me like Christ loved this church. That's a tremendous responsibility. And I don't know whether you're a believer or not. Um, you know, we are to love one another. And um, and so you just showing the love of Christ. I mean, really allowing the spirit. I mean, that's where you have to call on. That's where you have to get on your knees, get on the floor, whatever you need to do. And let that spirit pour through you so that you can actually pour that love. Because sometimes you can't pour the love to someone else if that spirit's not going through you to that person. And that and that's that's huge um, to help, you know, your spouse. And I would listen to them, give them lots of love and affection. Um, like I said, you know, people with chronic pain feel lonely, even when they have people around them. But if you just try to pierce that loneliness with the love, I think that's where you, that's where you can really, you know, walk alongside your spouse. You know, I, I obviously that doesn't always happen and you don't, I mean, our, our, you know, our marriage has gone through some ups and downs. We had to have counseling and that's, I'm not, you know, I think that's a good thing. You know, if you need counseling because of this, go have counseling, get marital counseling, get personal counseling, whatever you need to come together and, you know, also to work on your own, th- own um, hurts as you go through it. So, yeah. Good word. Now, Sylvia, what do you feel has been one of the most difficult and the most rewarding thing about living with a chronic condition as a Christian? You know, I think the most difficult thing would definitely be how it, you know, affects my spouse and my daughter. You know, my daughter is, you know, she's actually just came in my room. So (laughs) (laughs) well, let's see how we do here. But um, she's, you know, she's five and, you know, and I want, and I want to, you know, I, I want to be a great mother and wife, but sometimes the pain prevents me from doing so. I mean, I'll be honest and I've struggled. I've asked, I actually have struggled with deep depression with my condition, but of course I've always tried to reach out to the Lord. And so I don't feel this desperation as others would feel like I, you know, I feel like I wouldn't be here if I didn't have God. That's, that's how deep it's gone. But the most rewarding thing is how deep your relationship can get with the Lord, you know, um, as a result of the pain. So if you allow yourself to go there. Um, so anyways, I think, um, <laughs> you know, uh, you're, you know, you do experience a greater intimacy with the Lord as you as you suffer. Like I said, if you allow yourself to go there with the Lord. So. Yeah, and I just saw another quote on your blog that I think relates to this. You said, we can find joy in tribulation, exalt in pain, in suffering through the glorious grace of the cross as we persevere, mature, flourish, evolve in character, and bathe our souls in hope. Yes. You mentioned um, the, the trials that Paul went through, how even in Paul's weakness, Christ was strong in his weakness. So Amen. And, and I know you talk about lifestyle and how, how um, God is, is glorified through, you know, even though we might be suffering, we, we do, um, like you said, experience close um, relationship with Christ and we cling to him. So that's, that's great that you um, are allowing him to do that and not letting it 
push you away from Christ? You know, some people no. might say they might want to blame God and think, yes, and hold, you know, shake their fists to the sky and say, God, why, what's going on? But, you know, God is the one we should turn to. So that's, that's great that you have this dependency on him and not trying to do things in your own strength. We can't put, you know, our hope in, in man even though we see, that's what we see through our, our natural eyes, our physical eyes, right. but we have to learn to see through our spiritual eyes and see what God is, the grace that he's given us, the things that he's allowing us to do um, in the meantime, even though there might be things going in our, on in our lives that might not be as we expected them to be. Definitely, definitely. Um, and and that's that's why, you know, I, 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 I will have to, I'll have to admit, you know, of course, like when, when I was going through that period in the beginning, like you, you do, you ask why, why, yeah. but then it, it's, it's, it's futile. I mean, and that's why just flinging yourself into the word, you know, getting on your knees. I go on prayer walks. Those things just, I, I mean, I would trade them for nothing. And because that deepening relationship with the Lord, um, it's all we got. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It's like, it's, 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 I mean, yes, we have other things. We have our spouse or child, children, whatever, but you know, your are your friends, but you know, what really, when it comes to the, you know, down to it, what we have is Christ. Amen. So. That's so true. With your blog being so inspiring and yourself just being so well accomplished with, with things in life. Um, what, what things have you done that you're most proud of? You know, I think one of the things that I'm most proud of is, you know, having my child. It was horrific pre pregnancy. Um, I was in pain and a lot of it. And I was, you know, having to carry her. And I was on bed rest for 10 weeks and having constant contractions. And being able to get through that with the Lord. Um, and then afterwards, I was very, very weak. And so... Um, that was that that I would say would I'm proud of. Um, she's she's a real gift from the Lord. Um, she's very sweet, has a tender spirit, and honestly, I could have gotten something else because I just feel like God obviously brought her to me to uh, you know. And obviously, my husband is another thing which is I'm going to next, but um, she does. She helps me so much with her because she's she gives me so much love. Mm -hmm. um, and then I did marry my best friend. Um, I will say that 100%. We've had our ups and downs. I will say that before the pain, you know, um, I, you know, we, we were, you know, we had our closeness, and then of course the pain kind of drove. There was just a wedge that drove in between us, but then we came back together, and um, that 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 is just. I, I feel like I mean that's not an accomplishment. I just, but it, it just. I'm I'm just. I, I guess I'm just giving the glory to God for that. Um, and before the pain, I was I was a I was a scholarship track and field athlete and at Stanford, and I loved to run. I mean, running was actually like that was my therapy. I think that's kind of like, you know, when you go for a run, you just, it's just it's just you get this high, right? So you you come back and you feel good, and then, you know, and that that may that might have been an idol, and God took that out of my life, and I can't really run right now I'm going to start trying to jog and walk but you know I I miss that but um you know that was that was one of those things that I could definitely use to to you know probably as an, a substitute and that and that's why God did what he did 
he had to bring me down really hard. So, so as you've grown in um, over the, I guess over the years with your um, the things that you're going through, how has relying on Christ helped you be a better wife, mom, in person? Wow, relying on Christ has been everything to me. I am I'm serious when I say that without Christ, I'm nothing really. Um, I feel like I wouldn't be here today without him. Um, his spirit has poured into me and allowed me to, to demonstrate that love to my husband, um, to my daughter, friends, even when my hurt, my body is hurting really badly. If I had to rely on myself and my strength, I just, I wouldn't be able to demonstrate that love. And I do, there, there are moments when you rely on yourself. And then you just become this pity party and, you know, you're just, you know, and I've, I've, I've gone through that and I just, I, I praise Jesus for what he did on the cross. Amen. Because I preach the gospel to myself daily, you know, it helps me so much to remind myself of his grace and love for me so I can pour it out on others. I mean, the gospel is everything to me. And it's ever, it should be everything to every Christian that, or, you know, obviously others. I mean, I just want everyone to know him because I mean, what he did on that cross, he took all that pain and I'm suffering, but I don't even know what kind of suffering he had to go through. I mean, I'm going to get really emotional here, mm-hmm. but that suffering that he had to go through, I can't even imagine. I mean, he was bleeding I mean, we know in, in, in Luke, he, I mean, Luke was a doctor, but right. he was bleeding. There was blood coming out of his pores prior to going on the cross. That's how much pain and suffering, mental, emotional, mm-hmm. physical, everything he went through. And he did it for us so that we could have eternal life and glory one day mm-hmm. in heaven. This is This life is not what it's all about. So if we go through pain and suffering, you under okay, that's my life. No, it's not. It's a blip. It's a small blip on the radar. Because one day you're gonna have glory and you're gonna have to be restored. You're gonna, you know, not have any pain, no more tears, and you're just gonna be worshiping God in heaven. And that to me is just unbelievable. And how I just want other people to know God. Um that's something that I care about tremendously. Yes. yes, I could definitely hear your passion for Christ. It's amazing. It's beautiful and so special. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I mean, like I said, he just, I, I, I can't, because I feel like, you know, when you go through pain, you, 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 you know, you don't realize how much more Christ suffered than you. And I, I can't imagine how much, how much pain that was. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, so. I definitely agree. I don't think we could even, you know, no. ex- imagine everything that he went through because of his love for us to bring us, you know, back into a relationship with him. Like, Amen. like you mentioned, the this this things he went through, and we might have, you know, seen movies like The Passion of the Christ. Yep. I think that's the name of it. Um, yep. that depicts what he went through. But I, I mean as Christians, like we, we should, you know, think that daily, like Christ died so that we could, you know, be forgiven. We could have our sins, um, atoned for and yeah. all these things that he did because he loved us like that. 
it's the foundation, you know, of our Christianity that we would, you know, be able to spend eternity with him. And like you said, eternity, that's forever. We have, we, you know, we're blessed with so many years here on earth, but our time with God is going to be so much, you know, infinitely more than that. So that's right. And I mean, those sins, those sins, I mean, we sin daily, like you said, I mean, that's a huge one. And God sees us as white as snow. In that grace, and I mean, obviously we have, there's a lot of, a lot more to it and repentance, et cetera. But, you know, it's just, it, 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 I just, I just find it amazing that, you know, he sees us as white as snow. He wipes our sins from east to the west. It's just amazing. Yeah. Sure does. I'm so grateful and thankful that he does, Sylvia. And I know. he wipes our sins from the east, from the west and remembers it no more. We we serve such a wonderful, awesome father. I agree. I, I, like I said, I, I don't, I mean, I feel like, you know, the, the, what we have to do on earth just to, you know, just, I mean, like, you know, okay. Trying to repent from our sins, you know, you know, going, okay, I, I did this wrong. I'm trying not to do it. Of course we're struggling with sin daily, you know, and he knows that to the end that we die, that's our, our sanctification, right? That's we're, 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 we're trying to become more and more every day like him, right? So that one day when we are in glory and glorification, right, we are we are more and more like him. And I think that's why we get trials, et cetera, but right. obviously. And yeah. right, yeah. And, and we live in a, a fallen world. So yep. people are going to be, you know, have their imperfections. And we're learning mm-hmm. to, le- to love people um, the way that, you know, Christ love the church we're learning to um love people unconditionally despite how they might treat us and i know you mentioned earlier about the church hurt you were dealing with and i'm sure you know your relationship with christ kind of helped you because that is a reason a lot of people will just give up and leave the church altogether mm-hmm. because of what they experienced through through man and thinking that oh this is what you know all what christians are like i don't want to be a part of this so for someone who might be going through something similar to you with, um, they might be under a lot of church hurt. Um, what would you, um, give, what advice would you give them? Uh, you know, I honestly, I would say, you know, realize that that person that might be hurting you, they're probably wounded themselves and they're just wounding you because they have been wounded. And you have to look at that. I know it's hard, right? But you have to look at that and 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 say, okay, I gotta go to I gotta go to Romans twelve and realize I gotta love my brother despite that. And then just 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 allow God to you know feel the Lord, love of the Lord. You know, He's gonna just pour that grace and love on you. Um, you know, to allow you to go th- you know get through that and. Um, and that's what I, what my book's trying to say, go back to church, be that love to someone else, because then if you're loving that wounded person, then you're going to break the cycle. And I mean, that's what I would say. I mean, I know that's a really hard thing to say, but that's, that's what I would say. And, and, and I would say, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry that you're going through it because I understand it's hell. It hurts so hard but don't give up on the church because that's what god that's christ's love that's the that's the bride it's the church so don't give up on the church go 
that's where you're going to get fellowship. You need your fellowship. You're, you can't walk alone. You can't. And even when they harm you or hurt you, you have to understand we're all sinners in this world and we're not perfect. And so you're just going to you're going to have to realize that that's going to be part of it. And then as a result, love that person more. I was told once when I was really struggling with it, they said, Sylvia, instead of just giving up on our on our church, why don't you just be that love, be that example to everyone else, you know, and so that they would see that this is how you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to wound. You're supposed to love. So I, that's what I would say. It can. I mean, I think it could be so powerful. Literally, you can break the chains. I think the devil wants the church to be. Yeah, I mean, basically, the devil wants us to look like we're complete hypocrites. Uh-huh. We are sinner. You know, because I mean, we make mistakes all the time, and he wants the church to be like really hypocritical. We have a bunch of people go to church. They say they go on Sunday and then they sin on Monday. You know, I mean, we are sinners and we're not perfect. And so like the devil is going to say, okay, look at that. What a hypocrite. Look, look at what he, like, how is he different than someone, you know? So that's where, you know, um, you know, I, I feel like that's why we need to go to church. We need that fellowship and we need to be able to be authentic so that we can be different and be real. Because I think a lot of people in this world are not real. They just smile and grin it and they're not real. And then they're saying we're hypocrites. But then if you just open up and say, hey, I'm going through this and show that love, um, it's it, it just I think love can it just can transcend everything. Obviously, we know in the Bible, it says, you know, you can have knowledge, you can have the faith in the world but without love. It doesn't mean anything. Amen. And whether it's in the church or in the world, love is so much needed, Sylvia. You're absolutely right. And love transcends. Love moves multitudes. Someone, I read in one of your blogs where you were, I think you were hugging widows or you were doing something and you were in horrific pain, but you wanted to demonstrate God's love. And just a hug, just a call, just a an action showing of love, that can change someone's world. Someone could be thinking of ending it right then and there. And just your act of love not looking at them through their eyes of sin or whatever they're doing, but trying to look through God's grace and love can change that situation. So you're absolutely right. And I agree 100%. More people need to be more authentic and real. And you're right. Everyone wants to look so picture perfect in this world and put on, yes, and put on a facade and look perfect, especially our social media now. But so many I know. (laughs) So many people. It is horrible. There are so many broken people. But I agree wholeheartedly with you. Once you tap into the love of God and just Holy Spirit, let me see, let me look through your spiritual eyes, the situation or this individual that may be hurting me in church or wherever the situation is. And it's amazing what he'll reveal to you. So, yes, love, God's love is so powerful and we all need to walk in it. You're absolutely right. Amen. I think honestly, too, you know, that if we do that every day, I mean, yeah, we'll still sin. But if we still if we're loving those people around us, that sin won't seem like we're hypocrites. Like, honestly, that's where that's where I think that's where the rubber hits the road. And I feel like you're totally right. I mean, let that whole that 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 spirit pour through you to that person. Don't look at them through an eye of they're hurting me. Look at them as they're hurting 
inside and that's just manifesting itself yeah yeah there's a quote that says hurt people hurt people oh man that's where I, 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 I you were talking about social media you know I've had so many friends struggle with it because they'll go on Facebook and then like some they're struggling with something and this person saying they're oh my marriage is perfect and oh look at my children they're wonderful and it's just it can be really damaging and um because they're not being authentic so I think, like I said, we got to be authentic. If we're going to be on Facebook, why don't you be authentic? You're going to say one day, my, okay, yeah, it's great that one day you're you're doing well with your spouse. Awesome. But then how about another day when you're not? And then what are you learning through that, right, as a believer? I, that's how we can demonstrate it so that, so, I mean, there's suicides that are happening. Yeah. And it's a huge problem for young people, especially where there are people that are reflecting a perfect life and life is not perfect. And that perfect person that's reflecting perfection is not perfect. And they're not feeling the joy that you think they are um, because we're all hurting, you know, mm-hmm. and we're all struggling with sin for sure. So, and that hurts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Most people tend to use, social media as their I guess you could say their highlight reel to kind of just yes. show all the good things that are going on in our lives and I just like you said just imagine if people use that to just be more transparent to actually reflect the lives that we are living the the good as well as the bad especially as Christians you know being honest with our, our struggles and the things that we go through I just imagine how much that would you know like you said impact people's just their wellness, their mental, their mental health and seeing that, okay, so-and-so is going through what I'm going through too. Like they're, I mean, yeah, we post the good stuff, but imagine, yeah, how much more encouraging that would be if we knew that other people were identifying with what are relating to what we're going through as well. It just how Amen. much that would bring us together as a, as a people. I agree. I mean, and, and, and then that, like I said, when I'm talking about the book that I'm writing, that transparency, that's just, that's just, a, that's the tip of the iceberg. And then you don't have people that are just going to be in so much despair. Um, you know, I think a lot of people do. Um, I, I've tried to, you know, I'm now I have to be in social media more because of what I'm doing. And I would, I actually took a really long break and I just said, I shut down everything for a long time and it was awesome. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I do that time to time. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I think like I, I would really exhort people to be honest on Facebook and Twitter or wherever you are. And mm-hmm. that would just revolutionize, I think, relationships ever, you know, in, 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 the, in, 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 in you know, and obviously with Christians. And I think that would be a, a testament to people who aren't believers as well, that we're not hypocrites. We go through stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's people. Yeah. Like, like we were saying earlier, they people, especially people who aren't Christians, they have this, this view of what they think, how they think Christians are. And, and Christians, like you said earlier, can be hypocrites and things like that. So yeah, we definitely want to, you know, as Christians, we're called to be Christ like and not be um, certain ways. And yeah, if we were more open with each other, and people, people actually saw, you know, Christ through us. Like Christ is attractive. Christ, Christ is going is. to pull you in with through your our character. If we were reflecting 
and I'm sure, I mean, we, we do, but if we did it more, just how much, especially unbelievers, how we could draw those people in instead of, you know, sometimes showing some people can, you know, show more of a, I guess, less of a love or less being less open. It just gives people certain perceptions sometimes. I agree. I agree. That, and so that's part of the, you know, authenticity of, of being a believer, you know, and being, being real. It's all about being real yeah. and, and letting Christ be, you know, go, go through you to be real. So definitely. Yeah. Have you found any treatments that have helped you with your condition? Um, yeah, I, you know, I, um, I've been working, um, with a physical therapist and, um, and as well as I'm, um, going, I'm working with a dentist as well. My, my joints are totally out of alignment in my TMJ. So that's, 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 I'm not going to say that because I'm going to mess up TMJ. Just look up TMJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but my joints are out of alignment. So that's why I get a lot of migraines and then, it, and then it just, it's a ripple effect. It goes down your body because you're out of alignment everywhere. Um, so I'm currently wearing like an, an appliance, which helps, you know, a great deal. Obviously when I get migraines, rest is huge. So, you know, sometimes I'm not good at rest. I'll be honest. I, I, I love to stay up and read and sometimes like, and then I have to obviously have to take care of my daughter. And so, um, you know, I, 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 I have to remember that rest is huge. And also when I'm going through a migraine, you know, resting, you know, if I can just lay down, rest and sleep, you know, that, that really helps me. Um, obviously I'm on medication that helps, but I don't want to be on it. I really, I'm, I feel like the Lord wants me off. So I'm kind of going through a period of trying to do that. Um, essential oils help actually ton, which I didn't really expect. I, I didn't think a lot of other, you know, like, because medication is so powerful, like how can essential oils help? But they can, um, ironically, something like frankincense oils, like that's obviously, but what does that go to? That goes to the Bible. I mean, that, you know, the, the wise men, what do they bring? They brought frankincense and myrrh and those are powerful. They help. Um, so, you know, um, that's, you know, like I've, I've diffused, I diffuse that at night and it helps to sleep and obviously eating clean, Helps a lot. I'm not always good at it. I, I have a chocolate problem and um, exercise too. You know, that's something that I'm trying to be better about. But those are definitely things that um, that are, you know, helpful. And my prayer walks. Without my prayer walks, I'm not the same. When I go out on a prayer walk and I come back, I'm a different human being. I That's when the Holy Spirit comes through me. That's when I can show more love to people because I'm with the Lord for like an hour straight and we're walking together and I'm walking and I'm talking to him. And it just, it just, just, you know, it, it changes me. Yes. I think that's something that anyone can adapt in their lives. Um, it just totally. reminds me when, when Jesus would, you know, steal away to pray to God and just kind of uh, leave the disciples and just go along and get with God and get strength like that. Just that's what it reminds me of. Definitely, definitely. I I I, I agree, and I, and that's where you got. You're right. You had Christ needed his own. You know, he needed his time to be with God alone. And we we all, we all need our own alone time with the Lord. Whether it's in the morning and you have your your quiet time, 
whether it's in the evening, you know, there isn't any rules, although everyone thinks you have to do it in the morning. You know, it just, whatever it looks like for you, I would say prayer walks are awesome. That's what I recommend. They're, they're, they're awesome because you can, you're just, you're just talking. You're just having a conversation with God and, you know, and it, it just, you come back and you're like, okay, you know, and it just, you're, it's, it's just like you're a different person. So yeah, for sure. Sylvia, what I find so fascinating and amazing about you, not only are you beautiful, highly intelligent, you're a great mother, great wife, and um, accomplished attorney, and you know, have your books and your blog. What I find so fascinating is you took something painful, the condition that you've been diagnosed with, the hurt and the pain, you used that as like your alabaster box. You said, okay, Lord, I'm going through this condition, but I want to use this to inspire others. I want to give you glory. Not many people could do that. What's your go-to scripture? When you need strength or what's your favorite Bible scripture? This is interesting. Um, I will say it's not even a verse. It's a Psalm. It's Psalm mm-hmm. 91. It's my life. Like, you know how people have life, life, life verses. I have a life Psalm and that's Psalm 91. And um, it's interesting because it became kind of comical how God like drilled this into me because I did, I struggled a lot with fear and anxiety. I and mean, that actually contributed to some of the conditions I have now. So it's like, I'm now I'm less fearful, but I still have that Psalm, obviously. Um, it, you know, he, he, it calms me down and it shows that God's for me and not against me. But what's really funny about how it all happened one day when we were just starting to become, you know, believers, we went on vacation to St. Martin of all places. And it was just, I mean, obviously a beautiful place. Yes. And, unbelievable like this woman was driving her car and she had this huge banner across her windshield and it said psalm 91 and i'm like what okay (laughs) so i saw that and i was like okay and then like later it was either that later that day it was later that day that my husband and i or maybe it was a couple days later we started you know doing some readings together and we got into matthew 4 and obviously the devil used it incorrectly but he did talk about psalm 91 and that was another reference and then it just keep kept came in, like coming up i would go and i would get prayed on and people would you know pray psalm 91 on me and it just kept happening over and we like my husband and i would do a devotional together and it would be psalm 91. my husband's like guess what it is psalm 91 <laughs> so <that's, laughs> i feel like god's like okay that's your psalm so and but it is and that's the irony of it because it is it's just like you know, it's become, I mean, it really is, it really, it really speaks to me and it, it has become my part of my life because it, it, it does. It, I mean, I feel like I, if you read it, it really, it does sort of trace my life and what God is, you know, ultimately going to do at the end. But yeah, it is my, my, um, my Psalm. I could read it all out loud, but it is a long Psalm, but you know, you know, dwelling with the Lord. He's your almighty. Trust him. He's your refuge. I mean, there's just so much more. I mean, obviously I'm just kind of paraphrasing, but yeah. And we'll be be sure to include it in our show notes for people who want to reference it. And we'll also include your links to your, your blog and your Facebook page and your other social media information, as well as your, your eBooks. I, I think once you said they they were upcoming, so yes, they we'll, are. We'll try to put links to those as well once they're 
once they come out. So we'll thank to... you. Appreciate it. No Definitely. And thank you so much for, for sharing with us um, your, your story and encouraging people. Are there any um, other words of inspiration you would like to give our listeners? Yeah, you know, I just encourage believers just to prioritize God. I feel like, you know, there are people that don't suffer. And um, it's easy to say I am a Christian and not put God as number one. And even even if you're suffering, it's all, you can put other things ahead of God, right? But I would say put him number one. Like throw your spirit in and let him just fill you. And um, pray without ceasing. And like I said, I talked about the prayer walks. Um, immerse yourself in the word. I think so many people can go with days without reading the word. The word, God is speaking to you through the word. If you're not in the word, you're not hearing from him as much as, I mean, obviously you can hear, you can have like impressions, etc. But where he really speaks to you is the word. And so that's what I would say. Um, being obedient, obviously, which shows your love for God. Um, you know, and I'm, you know, like my, like I said, my ebook, We'll go into a lot of some of this, but also just, you know, helping others, you know, every day, try to be a blessing to someone, you know, you can see that person, whether they're being angry at you or, um, and I haven't always been good at this, so, but, but I'm, you know, I'm obviously God's teaching me and I'm learning, but, you know, and, um, through my pain, that's kind of when I started to do this, but, you know, like one day like that I was there was that one day where I was at well you know Walgreens and there was this lady who was struggling and you know with with pain you know she lost her house she lost everything and she was a believer and I just sat there and prayed with her you know and you just never know what God will bring for you so just pray every day that God will bring someone into your life that you can help um because I think that will just ground you and realize that you know there are people that suffer and we need to be Christ to them. So that's what I would say. Definitely. Yeah, that's so true. There are so many people out there who need encouragement. And, you know, as we you said, as we read our word, as we develop our relationship with Christ, I, I know he will, you know, lead us to people to encourage because we do life not just in church. I mean, we go to work, we go to, like you yep. said, you were in Walgreens. We go to stores and we run into people all over and we never know what those people are going through and how, you know, if we allow, you know, just be, get quiet with God and say, how can I help this person? Or um, or anyone that comes across my path today, like, how can I encourage that person? It's easy, yeah, it's easy for us to, you know, live in our own little box and just, um, especially, I know C and I are, are, are single. So when you're single, it's easy to just focus on yourself and um, kind of look out for yourself. But, I mean, there's a whole world out there of people in need and to, you know, just live beyond yourself and know that there's always someone out there who you could be helping. Amen. I agree with that 100%. I mean, it, it, you know, it's true. We do get into our boxes. And, I, and I'll, I'll say for myself, I'm not you know, I'm obviously I'm, I'm a sinner and I do the same thing, you know, and I, and then I'll have my pity party if I'm not feeling well, but yeah, but I mean, you could be so helpful, you know, to someone else if you just open yourself up and let me be, like you said, the word pour into you 
allow your, your relationship with the Lord to get out of your space and help someone else. Yeah. Um, it definitely. Oh, go ahead. Bri. Oh, go ahead. See, I was about to actually ask you if you had any more questions, actually. I was just going to say that it's definitely such a pleasure to have Sylvia on. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. Did you have any questions for us? Well, you know, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, like, how did you start your own ministry and why? And um, I just want to know a little bit. I know I've read some stuff, but I just want to hear more. So for me, I, and it's funny because you mentioned Romans 12. That's kind of one of the scriptures that I, um, God was always pressing on my heart. Um, Romans mm-hmm. 12, too, as um, renewing our minds through through um through following Christ and the word and letting that um renew our minds and not being um what's the word conformed to the world but being conformed to Christ. And I, I just noticed, you know, as Christians, there are different mindsets that we should have than than the world. And just looking at those things from a Christian mindset it, it isn't just about, you know, going to church uh, and, and having religion, but, you know, Christ is, is, I see him like seeping into every area of our life. And, yes. and like today we're talking about pain and chronic pain, but we, all these different topics that our culture faces, looking at those t- topics from a, 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 from Christ's mindset. I won't say Christian because I want to be directly into going, looking at Christ's mindset. Yes, we're Christians, but you know, sometimes we even we have a limited mindset. So just going back to the mm-hmm. Bible, and I know we reference a lot of Bible verses here that we talk about, and just seeing what what Christ has to say about these topics versus what the world does. And like you said, um, spending time with God. Like if we don't, we mentioned some scriptures because we've read the Bible. For someone who's out in the world, they might not know, um, especially with this topic, like if they're going through chronic pain, they might not be aware of the hope and grace that, that Christ gives them. They might think they're doing things all um, on their own and which could, you know, lead to depression and other mental uh, issues. But as, for example, if they listen to this podcast, they say, okay, Christ will give me strength. Christ is strong in my weakness. It's encouraging them on this topic from a, a Christian, um, well, crisis perspective. Amen. I, that's awesome. And, and so how are you, do you guys know how, well, I guess you don't have to answer this, but I mean, how are you, how would you differ yourself from like other shows? And it's just, just, obviously I think you probably just answered that, but, um, to kind of take topics and then you, you really just look at it from a Christ's lens, which is great, you know, cause I mean, everything should be looked at from Christ's lens, whatever topic it is. And, you know that our our culture faces. Um, right. So, um, I'm, I'm, I don't I don't want to answer the question that I said, but I mean I'm assuming that that's probably how you're different. Well, for me to answer the first question, how it came about, uh, Bree and I we met at a mutual friend's luncheon, and Bree was already putting together um, like different events and posting it in like a blog format, and. Um, her and I just met and we just clicked and I thought to myself, cause I'm very much a connector, especially if, you know, I feel a good feeling about the person. I thought this needs to be like dispersed, but like in sound because prior to growing, grow, go and grow show, I did another podcast and I thought this would be great to like disseminate this information on like airwaves. And we just clicked and we connected and, um, you know, we first started out her and I just talking about various 
topics going on in the world, the news, media events, Mm -hmm. and putting a Christian spin on it. And it's grown to where we've had different guests come on the show from, you know, uh, people from different continents. We've had people from Nigeria and London come on, and and it's just been growing. And um, this is for God. We don't promote self. It's not about me. It's not about her. We really want it because we have listeners all over the world. Brie has something that she tracks who listens to what. And we've seen people from different continents, different nations are listening in. And it's like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, to use us for your glory. And we're very careful as to who we bring on. And um, I just, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing that how God's put us together. I say it's a God connection. And um, it's just so awesome. And we love it. And we just love to just just do this. I know that. <laughs> I know I'm such an. Inter- it sounds a lot of like a lot of fun, and you guys are. You guys, you complement each other so well. I can already tell that you guys. It's like almost like you guys have known each other forever. That's how it seems to me. You know what oh. I mean? So, it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. Thank um, you. Thank you. Someone was listening in once, and they said to me, they were like, "You know what? You two are like Batman and Robin." Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> That was hilarious because we just do what we do. I mean, it just comes together. And that's that's when you know it's God. Like you mentioned earlier, Sylvia, you're, like, you're not trying to promote self. You want to glorify no. him. Right. And it's it's just amazing. And I thank God. And she's become a friend. And she's just awesome. And I love working with Bree. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. So, yeah. That's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I love how, like, the Lord has just... Is, gr- is growing your ministry and it's just um and like you're getting viewers all across the world i mean that's just amazing it's just it's just all god it's all god Amen. god's used you and that is i just love that i love i love Amen. the fact that he, i mean it's just it's a beautiful thing just it is we serve a global god i've always had a heart for the nation and even our first podcast i remember i would always always often say like um something to the effect of you know, um, something about the nations or something international, not even knowing that it was being listened to abroad. And when she looked at the stats and we went over some things and it was like, oh, my gosh, this country, this country. And I'm like, wow. You know, so I just give God's glory because, yes, all three of us are in the U.S., but we serve a global God. He is yeah. in Europe. He's in Canada. He is in Japan right now where he's all over. And we're just so thankful that listeners all over the world, whether they're missionaries or whatever, get to hear what's going on here and abroad and with our, our guest, like you talked about what your, your chronic condition, someone listening may be going through that, you know, and they get inspired by now going to your blog and reading your eBooks and finding out more about you and saying, Hey, I can move forward through Christ. I can do this. Sylvia did it as a wife and a mother and, you know, doing X, Y, Z, I can do the same thing. I can do all things through Christ. And just, you, you motivate and you inspire. So it's just amazing. That's, amen. I, I, I'm, yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, I know I remember you were saying you love investigating, like, just people and where they're from. And, yeah, that's just, it's awesome. And then the fact that, yeah, it is, you're, that's amazing that it's it, it's expanded because usually you think okay you're gonna have a show and it's probably gonna be mainly Americans that are listening but when it, you hear that the world is listening yes we serve a global God yes, amen amen 
Yeah. Well, Sylvia, thank you so much for coming on the show. Unless there's Thanks. anything, any other questions or anything no, else? No, that's it. I just, I'm just impressed by you guys. I'm, 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 I'm thankful. I'm so blessed to be on the show, and I just, I, I just appreciate you, you too, and I, I thank you just for, you know, reaching out and, and um, doing this. It means a lot to me. So thank you. You're so welcome. I also wanted to let you know, Sylvia, if you ever have another book coming out or anything and you'd love to come back on the Go and Grow show, you've made friends here. You're more than welcome. Oh, Our doors open you. to you. We love you. And it's just love been a too. blessing to have you on. And we'll be praying for you and your family as you continue to go forward. Thank you. And I'll be praying for both of you as well as you go forward with your ministry. I'm I'm just very inspired just to hear what you've just said about it. So. Thank you for everything. And yes, I love you. I, I feel like and now you're like my sisters in Christ and I love you both. And, yes. You know? yes. <laughs> yes, we are definitely, as you always say, precious sister. We are part of a family. <laughs> That's what's so beautiful about being a part of a body. And it's yes. a global body, right? Mm -hmm. We're yes. all sisters yeah. and brothers. I love when I hear, you know, someone will like, you know, write a message to me on on twitter and they're, they're like thanks sis you know it's like <laughs> you're welcome brother <laughs> it's awesome to speak that way because you know i'm actually an only child and so wow yeah and it's just awesome because i feel like we have a family and that's why that's why we have to be authentic with each other because families are authentic with each other and yeah and I just, I just, yeah, I love it. You know, just, you know, the fact that I have a family that is beyond, you know, blood, right? Yeah. It's beyond the blood. It's, it's, it, it transcends it actually. Absolutely. Um, well, Sylvia, you definitely have family here and you're more than welcome at any time. Reach out to us if you ever want to come back on the Go and Grow show. Oh, and definitely. I will. And I'll be back. <laughs> Please be back anytime. I will be. And we love you and your family, and God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. God bless both of you, too. And God, I just you. say onward with, with, with your show and just praying that the Lord will just bless you and, and grow it even more. Thank you so much. I just want to say real quick, see, it's a pleasure working with you as well. Uh, I wouldn't even call it work. Um, it's just it's a joy. <laughs> and um, thank you so much for joining us, Sylvia. Like she said, um, you definitely are our sister in Christ. Um, mm -hmm. We um, just are thankful for you um, and um, your time that you spent on the show and the, the things that you share with our listeners. We'll definitely continue to pray for you and um just all the things we, we mentioned, especially, you know, families where people have chronic um, pain for their marriages. Because yeah. that statistic, 80% end in yeah. divorce, like, that just floored me. I was like, wow. We definitely need to pray in that area. And just for the church body as a whole, just being more um, real and transparent with each other. So that's definitely um, something I know we'll be praying for. Thank you. Yeah, and that's why we're now as you say that, I'm like, yeah, I need to write that marriage book. I was supposed to write it before, but right, I feel like this is the one first and then that one. And I have a, you know, it's funny how God puts so many ideas in your brain and I'm like, yeah. which one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so one at a time, I'm just, I'm not going to go because like my husband's like, okay, stick to one idea and write it. <laughs> then go to the next idea and write it. Mm. So, well, but no, that, it really is about the Lord, you know, yeah. I, I'm just joking about that, but. You know, yeah. he's obviously my husband, so he 
he has the your Holy Spirit in him too, so yes. he's guiding me uh, as well. So. Yeah, either topic, we're looking forward to it. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, when I get to that, I'll, we can talk more, even go in depth with marriage. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. we'll learn because as we're unmarried at this time in life, but yeah. when your book comes out, definitely read it to encourage us. So when we get to that stage in life, we may know how to tackle cer- certain things. So thank you right. again. And we love you, Sylvia, and God bless you. Thank you. We lo- I love you guys too. Thank you so much. God bless you guys as well. Thank you. Follow us on social media. Check out our website at www.goandgrowshow.com or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and our handle is Go and Grow Show. Please don't forget to leave us an iTunes review and remember, share the fun and share our episodes with family, friends, coworkers, or anyone that wants to be encouraged. <laughs>